0: Focus
1: on this. So
0: you got that last one. Let me run, run it back. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. With your host Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. It is Monday,
1: Courtney. How you doing?
2: great um especially because we're talking about goals again we talked about goals last week and we have two more episodes after this one all about goals
1: that's right we're diving deep on goals and there's an important reason because sometimes we can feel like goals drag on forever that's what we're really keen on this week if you ever had a goal Courtney where you set it for this quarter and then you're like wait didn't get there maybe I need to set it for the next quarter. Or maybe it's the next year. I've been that way with New Year's resolutions. Oh, totally. I feel like
2: that is like New Year's resolution culture that we live in. It's like, let's just have the same goal over and over that we do for two weeks in January and never get anywhere. And then we come back again the next January and just kind of hate ourselves for being like so terrible.
1: For sure. There's this show called The Blacklist. Do you ever watch that show?
2: I didn't.
1: It's like a TV show that didn't expect to get renewed for another season, you know? So they just Hello. add just problem after problem. And it's like, no, he's really your father but I'm really his father. And they just had to add, you know, just keeps like dragging on I forever hate. and ever. No, I did watch this show. You did it? with Yeah, yeah. With Reddington? What's yes, his name? I did watch oh, this well. show. Robert California? It's probably okay. a
2: bad sign because I don't remember <laughs> it at all. But now that you've said it, right. yes. Yeah, it just keeps going.
1: You don't want that to be your goal life. You don't want to be stuck in an episode of Blacklist where it just feels like, oh my gosh, another bad thing's happening. This When is this ever going to end. And the lie that we tell ourselves is, well, maybe I'm just not a good finisher. Maybe I just, you know, I don't have what it takes to cross the finish line.
2: Yeah. And that's just not true. The truth is you can't finish a goal without a deadline. A lot of times when you feel like that, you don't actually have a deadline. What you have is basically an idea.
1: When we say that it's impossible to hit a goal without a deadline, that's just literally what it is you can't hit a goal if there's not that clear finish line
2: so the key is as soon as you've decided what it is that you want you've got to shift to win when you're writing your goal so if you just have this idea of something you want to accomplish but you don't shift to when you want to accomplish it again it's just kind of floating out there this idea and then at the end of the day you just feel like oh i never get anything done
1: that's right you need to add time keys. We mentioned that in our last episode. We went deep into habit goals and those time keys. In this episode, we're going to give you three reasons why time keys are going to be so powerful for you. If you felt like, hey, I'm a great goal starter, but not a good goal finisher, listen up because we're going to help you get there. So before we dive in, I want to introduce Mr.
0: Mike Boyer, aka Verbs. We love yeah, him. You Verbs. know him. He's our producer. Verbs, how are you doing today? Doing great and fantastic. Blake, thank you so much for that introduction. Hey, listen, uh, just one more time. We want to invite everybody to join the Full Focus community right there on Facebook. It's not hard to find it all. Just go ahead and search Full Focus community in the Facebook search and you will find a whole lot of activity. And as we established last episode, not only locally, domestically, but also internationally. So if you have any questions, chances are somebody's probably asked that right there in the group. Or you might have a solution for a planner problem and uh, are able to offer some help to someone else. And so do that right there on the Full Focus community on Facebook. Also, if you're listening, please share this podcast with someone you know and use the hashtag FocusOnThisPodcast.
2: So, Blake, uh, before we jump into the meat of this episode, I think it would be really helpful for everybody listening if we just give an overview of the type of time keys that we're talking about.
1: That's right. The time keys we're talking about, first of all, for achievement goals. Remember, there's achievement goals and habit goals. The achievement goal time key is simple. It's a deadline, a finish line. When are you gonna get that thing done? With habit goals, it's a little different. With habit goals, there are four specific time keys. And the first one is the start date. When are you gonna get started? Then frequency, how often will you do the habit? The end date or duration, how long are you going to be doing that habit. And then a time trigger. And what that is, is your trigger for when am I going to do that habit? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it right after work? Is it during my lunch break? That's the time trigger. So those are the time keys we're talking about. And in this episode, we want to dive into why that is so important. Because Courtney, and and you know this, if there's one thing that people overlook when they're setting goals, when they're sort of thinking aspirationally, we look at the how they're writing their goals and what are they forgetting time yeah, keys
2: absolutely yeah it's such a key for this and let's just dive into the first reason the first reason you need time keys is they help you get started uh, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves honestly i even not goal related even if it's like task task without you know, when they're going to be due, even if it's way off in the future, they just kind of make me twitch a little bit, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I don't know what the plan is. When is this yeah. going to fit into everything else? It's yeah. just
2: like an idea. And that is the same for our goals. It's just like a wish. You know, if we don't have a deadline or when we're trying to accomplish this, it's just kind of floating out
1: there. Exactly. And it's it helps you create the urgency that you need. You know, if there's no deadline, we will so often just default when we're thinking about planning our day or doing our tasks yep. to what's urgent, right? right? What needs to get done today? Absolutely. And day after day, if we do that, pretty soon our goals are just floating away. They're just drifting yeah. off because we haven't actually installed any urgency.
2: There's a lot of people out there that honestly run their days by what comes in via email. You know, it's like, that is what is dictating what they're accomplishing. But when you look at your goals and you have a deadline, it all of a sudden changes the framework where it's like, I I can't let email run my day. I actually have to pursue this because I have a deadline.
1: Exactly. So reason number one, you need time keys is because it will help you get started on your goal and drive that urgency that you need. And reason number two
2: They give you a clear standard. So this is especially important with habit goals. It's going to give you a framework for how often you're doing something. It's also going to give you a standard of compliance. So if you know how frequently you should be doing it, you know whether or not you're succeeding or not.
1: I've fallen into this trap before of habit goals where if you're trying to install a new habit, it just feels like you're failing as soon as you miss one.
2: Right. And you're like, let's just stop doing this goal
1: thing. That's what happens. That's what happens. When we feel like we're failing, it's hard to get the willpower to keep going. Right.
2: The goal is actually to make momentum on the change that we're trying to see.
1: Exactly. With a habit goal, as we talked about in the last episode, it's really about a lifestyle or a cultural change. And you want to make progress on that. So what the time key will help you do is establish that standard because you don't want to just overestimate your capacity.
0: Yeah. As a matter of fact, Blake, if you've ever noticed that you tend to underestimate, you know, how long a project will take and you're not alone if you do that. But psychologists actually have a term for this and it's called planning fallacy. We routinely miscalculate the time needed to complete something. So you just want to make sure you're aware of that when you're making your deadlines unrealistic because that just basically sets you up for failure.
2: Mm, That's so good. Actually, side note, I fell into that last week with my weekly big three. I was traveling a lot. Actually, you and I were both in Arkansas last week. We had our own event one day. We had some big things during the week. And I had one of my big three that needed some deep work, except I had no time for deep work. (laughs) So at the end of the week, I was like, well, that didn't work because I had no time for that. But yeah, getting back to habit goals and time key, we talk about the street tracker a lot on the goal detail page of the Full Focus Planner. It's strange to say that little boxes work, but they do. that little burst of endorphins really can keep you on track with a habit goal. Um, And again, if you don't have the full focus planner, it could be just something you post on the wall. Maybe you make a list number and draw some little boxes, you know, you can do, (laughs) anybody can do that.
1: Yeah, that's right. But it's a powerful thing because what you want to do, and this is what the time keys will help you do, is it gives you a standard of success, with your habit goal. So am I going to do this every day? Am I going to do it three times a week? Set that standard and then keep track so that you can feel like you're winning as you go on and install that habit. So that's reason number two. Let's go to reason number three. Courtney, why do we need time keys?
2: Uh, They make you stop. Stop. Uh, Yeah. Wait a minute. (laughs) Oh, wow. Throwback.
0: Collaborate and listen. Oh, good. Ooh. Collaborate and listen. It was low-hanging fruit, guys. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of the three of us, I, I I didn't you know I thought maybe Courtney would reach for the vanilla ice, but here we are verbs. Anything else for us? Uh, it's
0: too cold. Let's kick. Let's kick <laughs> it
1: <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. Okay. So, have you ever had a goal, Blake, that just wouldn't end?
1: No. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You've said on this
2: podcast that you're perfect and yeah.
1: Well, yeah. as a perfect goal achiever, I can't relate. No, totally. You set a goal and it feels like it's always at the top of my list and it just never, ever goes away.
2: I think one that a lot of time we talked about this already with New Year's resolutions. A lot of times people have like one related to their health or their weight and it's just like over and over again. It's not clear. And then you just felt kind of terrible about yourself. And that that is not what goal setting should be about.
1: Yeah, and, and there's the flip side to that too, where we can sometimes kid ourselves, right? Where we just will put something off and put something off without a, a deadline, without a time key. We haven't really committed to an endpoint, right? So we technically right. haven't failed and we haven't succeeded, Yeah, but we're just sort of swinging in the middle there. Yeah, And for some personalities and some seasons, I think that can be sort of this comfort, like way to continue to procrastinate. Yeah. But for others, it can be really stressful because you, you're like, man, when is this end? Am I ever going to get there type right. of thing? Right,
2: and then if you never get there, you know what you don't get to do?
1: Celebrate yourself <laughs> with goals.
2: Yes, yeah. you don't get to celebrate because you never cross the finish line, which is really sad. I mean, we've talked about this podcast that I'm not the best at celebrating, but there is you know, something to that, especially if you lead a team. I've said this before, but you don't want to be the leader that doesn't celebrate what you all have, what you've accomplished. And when you're just hanging out there in the like limbo, the uh, what's it called? What's the, the doldrums you're hanging Mm. out in the doldrums of goal setting. It's not fun.
1: Exactly. I would even go so far as to say this failure is better than floating.
2: Oh, Blake.
1: When it comes, when it comes to your goals, it would be better. And why is that? Because failure, even though it's hard, you can learn from it. You can't learn when you're floating. You can't so learn from, well, maybe later, maybe next time. So for an achievement goal, that due date, that's your end date. That's your finish line. That's your your no more floating right. time, right? We either did it or we didn't. And for your habit goal, this is why, and this is, I think, why it's easy to fall into floating with habit goals even more so because we haven't set a right. duration, a time of, hey, is it going to be through the end of this year, right?
2: That's so true. And I think- Having that end date also allows you to have it fully installed and then move it into your routines if it fits with your daily
1: rituals. Yeah. Or you may have, I get this question a lot. How do I know if I'm setting the best habit goal for myself? And the answer is you don't. You don't know. You have to experiment with it a lot of times. It's great to have a coach or to have advice or to, you know, but until you've actually gone and tried to do the habit, maybe in your quarterly preview, you realize, Because you've set that end date, you can stop and evaluate, did this get me the result that I really wanted? Yes or no?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's the power of that stop date.
2: Yeah. And the truth is, I mean, you may get to the end of it and realize you need to double down on that goal for the next quarter. And maybe you need to install a bigger reward or you need to really examine what your motivation is for having the goal in the first place. And then you actually achieve it. But if you don't have that stop point, you don't have that point to evaluate.
1: Exactly. This happened, you know, I'll just share a personal example with my team at work where we set this really aggressive goal this summer and we fell short. Yes. Sometimes even people at Michael Hyatt and company fall short of certain goals because we set risky goals and we don't know if we're going to get there, but we had a stop date. We had it. And then what did we do? Because of that date, we gathered together as a team. We said, listen, we fell a little short. (laughs) It doesn't feel good. Right. But let's let's Figure out what went wrong. What could we do next? And then we reworded our goal. It was still risky, but we took extra time because we were able to learn from that experience. And we've been crushing that goal. It's a, it's slightly different, not less risky, but it has been worded a little differently because we were able to discover what do we really need to put in place to hit it.
2: I think this is so key for teams out there because if you've just got these like wishful thinking things that you're trying to accomplish, but you don't have the spots to actually evaluate and learn like you're never really moving forward. I think what you said earlier is so key. It would be better to fail than just float in the middle just kind mm-hmm. of we don't know where we are.
1: We're going to improve our customer service this year. We're we're going to explode sales this year in our company, right? Those those goals won't work cuz there's no time keys to really stop and measure right. okay. Are we doing this or not? Absolutely. Okay, so let's let's quick review the three reasons that you need to have time keys. Reason number one, they help get you started, put a little urgency in you. Reason number two, they'll give you a clear standard. You'll know whether or not you're you're succeeding or if you need to do some work. And reason number three, they make you stop, collaborate, and listen. Okay, (laughs) maybe not all those things, but they will make you stop.
2: So at the end of the day, you're going to start more goals, and you're going to finish all of them. They may not always finish the way you want them to, but you're going to finish them, and it's so key that you do.
1: That's right, and we're going to talk to someone, a real live goal setter, to dive into this a little deeper. But before we dive into that, I'm looking over at Verbs, and I think he's got another Vanilla Ice song to sing for us. Verbs? I'm all out. Go for it. That was the only one in (laughs) the— That's not yet.
2: true. I don't believe in verbs. Verbs. I was thinking
1: something. about with t- we're talking about time keys. Yeah. I had a deep DC talk reference for you. Let's see if you can pull this. Ready? Tick tock, tickety tock, tick tock, tickety tock, tick tock, tickety tock, tickety tickety
0: tock. No. All right. Time is slipping away. Yes. Ah! yes. All right. <laughs> Once again, I just wanted to thank everyone for their reviews and their ratings on iTunes. Since our debut three months ago, Focus on This has consistently rated in the top 20 podcasts for business management. So thank you again so much for listening. And please share the love by dropping a link to the show in your favorite social channel with the hashtag #FocusOnThisPodcast. And as I mentioned, as I mentioned, we've gotten so many great reviews. I want to read one. I'm sending a shout out to geiger law they wrote i've been a student of michael hyatt's teaching for about two years the most productive two years i've had in a decade thank you michael hyatt and team the focus goal achievement and productivity gems continue with team michael hyatt's focus on this podcast thank you so much geiger law appreciate the love and now let's get to the call with stephanie fowler
3: This
2: is Steph. Hey, Stephanie, or Steph. Do you go best, Steph? Steph is perfect. Steph. Hey, this is Courtney with Focus on This and Blake. How are you doing?
3: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Great. You know, Stephanie, today we are actually talking about time keys with your goals.
3: Do you use time keys with your goals? You know, I do. Um, Are you talking more in respect to kind of where you plan them out throughout the year or... Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Great more?
2: question. I'm actually talking about when you write your goal, the time key that you insert into your goal. Yeah, um, basically like part deadline. of deadline. Yeah, like a deadline, part of the smarter framework okay. of, you know, when are you going to complete a goal
3: or the frequency if it's a habit goal? Yeah, absolutely. That's been critical to my process, um, I would say, because it really, um, I would say in the past, if I kind of set a lot of annual goals, They kind of all got lumped in together, you know. If I didn't have something that was coming due, let's say February 1st, and something was due April 15th or something along those lines, it was just all kind of oh, by December 31st, let's make sure we hit all these goals magically, and um, and you didn't have a way to kind of back into kind of deadlines. Yeah. If I didn't have a if I didn't have a time keep, so yeah, that. That's absolutely critical to my process.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like without the deadline, it's just like a wishful thought that you have. Like a wish. Absolutely.
1: Have you ever set habit goals as well where you use time keys like that? Because it's a little different, right?
3: It is, yes. And I actually love that the full focus planner has the habit tracker in there because I've tried to, and I like that it distinguishes between the different types of goals, um, whether it's a habit or an achievement goal. Um, because the habit tracker has been very helpful for me, especially with incorporating some key elements in like my morning rituals. Mm. So the habit tracker has been really good for me to be able to cross it off. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of us like to cross things off. So it's kind You're of like a You're talking to the choir here, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's fulfilling to be able to check that off kind of in the morning when I look to see, you know, how did I do yesterday? And- Um, so yeah, the habit tracker is, is great for that.
1: I'm really curious just because I love learning about what people are installing habit wise, whether it be a morning ritual or something to just optimize or improve their work or their life. Can you share, uh, one of those habits that you've tried to install?
3: Absolutely. So I actually, um, go through kind of some guided questions when I do my morning ritual. I found that my morning ritual is key for me. I'm a mom of four um, and a wife, so kind of getting up early, carving out that time is big for me. And then having some guided questions that I go through in the morning after I do kind of my devotions, things like that. And it's, you know, what were some of your key wins for the previous day? Um, you know, what what worked and what didn't work? It's almost like a mini weekly preview that i do on a daily basis and i obviously don't spend you know and a huge amount of time on it but it kind of helps me tweak things um more regularly throughout the week so that's what i've been doing and it's probably a five seven minute exercise in in a journal and that's been really helpful for me
2: yeah that's awesome i love yeah.
1: that so steph wakes up at three thirty a.m sharp every day to get <laughs> ahead before her four kids <laughs>
2: That's right. I though so you can tell
3: the voice is lost. We've been a little short on sleep around here lately.
2: <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love that. I actually kind of want to try that out. I'm also a mom and um, a leader of a team here at Michael Hyatt and Company. And it is so true. You know, as your kids grow, things change. You're always tweaking things, looking at how mm-hmm. you can do things better or differently. And yeah, having that minute to like reflect on it, I'm sure, is a huge asset. It is.
3: Yes.
1: Steph, is there anything that we can help you with or a question you had?
3: You know, um, sometimes I get a little stuck when I'm going through um, kind of my weekly preview and I'll forget what did work well and what didn't work well during the week. And that's actually why I've started kind of that habit of journaling in the morning and capturing that stuff right away. Um, And sometimes I'm just curious, how detailed do do you guys go with that when you do your own Um, weekly preview do you kind of look more high level at what worked or do you go down to you know more detailed level of this email didn't wasn't as effective and I need to tweak that because sometimes I kind of get stuck in my head with that
2: yeah for me and and just so everybody listening knows what we're talking about this is part of the after action review in your weekly preview for me I am so task oriented in a way I'm like high production that I I'm like you like I have a hard time actually taking the time to like okay, what actually happened this week? I actually have to force myself to spend more time to just sit in the moment and think through okay, what did work? And, you know, actually Mm -hmm. Blake has given me some great tips about even like free writing, you know, taking more time to get to a deeper level of what did and didn't work. I'm so task oriented. I'm like you, I love to check off all the boxes (laughs) that I'm like, oh, I got to check this off and move on to the next thing when actually that's (laughs) not the best way to get at the root of what could be better. I love your tip about daily doing that. Uh, I actually, I'm going to try that myself.
1: Yeah, you're off to a great start, Steph. Your instinct is really wise to install something where you're documenting as you go through the, the week. That definitely makes it more helpful. When I'm in that section of the weekly preview doing that after action review, I actually pull out my calendar. So if it's oh. a digital calendar or if it's the written calendar, I will go back through my calendar and I'll see the events that took place. And that'll jog my memory of what even happened this week. I will Mm, also flip back through the pages of the planner and you'll notice there are certain tasks, you know, I'm not batting a thousand with my big three all the time. So maybe there's Mm -hmm. one or two days where, oh, I didn't check off the big, or you know what, maybe this, you know, there's really not much filled in here. Why was that? And then take a moment to, Mm -hmm. to think about, well, why didn't I hit that? So in terms of depth, you asked, you know, how deep, how granular do you go with that? There's only there's only so much space, you know, in the weekly preview for that. And that's for a reason. Probably yeah. Michael probably designed it that way for my personality type, because I would just spend half the day <laughs> listening to Ryan Adams and feeling moody about what went wrong last week. Um, but yeah. what I do is I put it in perspective specifically with the weekly big three. So it comes right after, okay, how far did I get towards that those big objectives that I set. And so if it helps you to just create some boundaries around what's working, what's not working, sometimes it's helpful to, to look in the context of, you know what? I, I got hundred percent finished on, on that. You know, what, why, what, what was the success factor for that? Or I only made it 50% of the way, what was missing there? So in terms of depth, mm-hmm. that's probably where I'd start. Sometimes there's things that are really glaring, you know, like this last week for me, it was, you know, what wasn't working? You know, i I admire you're already crushing it as a mom. I've only got one baby girl at home and I'm like <laughs> some weeks not getting sleep. And so I'm thinking, you know, what didn't work is like not getting any sleep and then acting as if I had plenty.
0: That, yeah. didn't, that didn't work well. So
1: what do I need to adjust? Now that wasn't part of my weekly big three, but you better believe it actually became part of my weekly big three this week. Cause it had such an effect. So is that helpful?
3: Yeah, it's very helpful. Yeah, no, that's great. And I even like your idea of kind of looking back on your calendar, I think, Um, you know, it's easy to kind of blur, you know, what happened during the week and just move on and and kind of plow forward and and not take a chance to look at the calendar and that'll jog your memory. So I love that tip.
2: You know, one thing for me that also helps, I do the same thing. I look at my calendar as I'm doing my weekly preview and I force myself to use my calendar on my phone um, because I, I do my weekly preview on Sunday evening. And because I'm already thinking about you know, work and Monday morning, I will fall into the temptation of actually starting to do work
1: instead of finishing
2: my weekly preview. So I, you know, the way that I get around that is like, I force myself to use the calendar on my phone, just so I don't get tempted to fall into work earlier than I should. Yes, I
3: love that. That's great.
2: Awesome. Well, this is thanks so much. I mean, I feel like you gave us a lot of great uh, insight and tools. I'm excited for everybody to hear those. Thanks so much for being on the call with us today.
3: Thanks, guys. I appreciate
1: it. Absolutely, thanks, Steph. Take care. See ya. You too.
2: bye
1: That was a great call with Steph.
2: I love that we're getting callers that are really digging into some of the nuanced parts of how they're setting their goals and how you're looking at your weekly preview. It's really, I love that even you and I are getting some tips.
1: Exactly. If you find yourself stuck in any part of those nuanced bits of the the full focus planner, the Facebook community that... Verbs is shared with you is a great place. If you're not already in there, definitely jump in. Share what are some of your success tips. And also, if you're getting stuck, ask those questions because we'd love to give you some feedback.
2: Yeah, and if you're still out there and you've never tried the weekly preview, maybe you're just using daily pages or you're just using another form to kind of use the tips and things that we've been talking about on this podcast, now's a great time to try that. Uh, A weekly preview, we talk about it at length in episode
1: Listen, I don't remember the number. <laughs> I don't remember either. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll put, plug that in and post. It'll, Bl- it'll be Verbs' voice just going, four.
3: <laughs> Five. Yeah.
2: But yeah, it's just another way to get Verbs on the show again. We just put them in like that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. But t- take a listen to that episode. And we'll take a deeper dive into it later on in episode 17. So mark your calendars, folks. A few That's weeks right. from now.
2: I'm telling you, it's the magic of the planner. I cannot emphasize that more.
1: So Courtney, any final thoughts about time keys and about finishing goals that tend to drag on?
2: Yeah, I just, I cannot emphasize enough how important this is. This is when we hear people's goals that they're struggling with a lot of times, this is the missing component. And even if you think you've got it right, I challenge you to look back at your goals and just make sure, because again, we see it all the time.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Focus on This. Next week, we've got something really special for you.
2: Yeah, we are going to be talking about your goals and how to really get motivated.
1: Mm, Do you need a little extra motivation? Do you need a little goal Gatorade?
2: Mm. Yes, goal Gatorade. That's what we're serving up next week. But not not literally. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> some some people were confused. Like, wait, I'm gonna they're gonna give me okay, right? Rate?
2: What is it's this? It's a new product from Michael Hyatt and Company. Yeah, it's only for the
1: low low price of $49.99, 10 payments. You can go to focus on this stuff. <laughs> no, sorry.
2: But none of that is true. But we are gonna talk about how to give you the secret sauce to goals. So until then, stay, stay focused.
1: focused.